What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards had a really productive weekend trading Mike Muscala and Gallinari to the Detroit Pistons for Isaiah Livers and Marvin Bagley III. And the Wizards got a win against the Atlanta Hawks in the ATL. So, again, a very, very productive weekend for the Washington Wizards. We're going to talk about that and chop it up with you guys at the end like we always do tonight on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's the best backcourt in the DMV. Brandon Scott and my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And we appreciate you guys making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use the promo code Locked On to get $20 off your order. That's J A S E Medical dot com so a uh, big productive weekend for the washington wizards um big trade news uh with the detroit pistons and the wizards get a much needed win in the atl so we're definitely going to recap both the trade and the win in the atl and then obviously we're going to answer some questions and chop it up with you guys in the end so uh starting first with the big well it's, it's kind of under the radar but it's big for the wizards um but a really really under the radar move but a good move um looking at the specifics of the trade the Washington Wizards have traded Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala to the Detroit Pistons for Marvin Bagley III and forward Isaiah Livers, including a 2025 and 2026 second-round picks from the Pistons. So, E, this is obviously the first domino to fall uh, hitting into the trade deadline. Um, what do you like about the deal, and what do you not like the deal? Or is it all is it really a win-win for the Wizards? Uh, this is a win-win for the Wizards. I love everything about it. I mean, to be able to move on from – Gallinari and Muscala guys. So, you know, Gallinari was uh, collecting DMPs. He wasn't even getting any playing time uh, yeah. in the last few games. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's on the last part of his career as well. And to get something for those guys, somebody, Gallinari, who I thought was going to be a, a bio candidate, same thing with Muscala. Not get, I didn't, I didn't think we were going to get much for them, even a second round pick for us to end up getting, <laughs> excuse me, two seconds and two players. Marvin Bagley, who's a guy who can rebound. He can score. He can get to the basket. He can play above the rim. Play with some physicality. He's going to be helping Gafford out for sure. Rebound the ball. He's one of the best. He's one of the better rebounders in the league. He's a good offensive rebounder. A good guy with putbacks, uh, putback dunks, playing above the rim. We just don't have that. We don't have a lot of those guys that do that. Play with physicality. So I love that. Livers is a guy that can shoot the three. Uh, play with Jordan Poole at University of Michigan. So you know he's a guy that you know you take a swing on him, a low, a buy low kind of guy uh you know just you know see what you can get out of him but to get something any type of value back for muscala and gallo guys who certainly were bio candidates is a win-win for the washington wizards and bagley his deal is not bad 12 and a half million dollars he's on the books for this year and next year you can really move him again either in the off season or you can just you know put him on a roster so at least gaffer can have some type of help yeah. rebound the basketball because you know those you know i'm not gonna kick him while, while they're on their way out but you know, they didn't really provide much rebounding. Gallo couldn't really guard anybody. He could barely move. You know, he had cement feet. We talk, we always talk about him with AARP, and, you know, he was getting older <laughs> and older, couldn't guard a, a Parkar or a Cone or anything like that. And Miscala had a couple good games. You know, when Gaffer got in foul trouble, there was a game where Miscala came in and hit threes. 
But for us, we just need we just need rebounding, and that's something that we really struggle with. So this is a huge win for the for Michael Winger, <coughs> for Will Dawkins, Michael Winger, and Travis Schlank. Now we've acquired eight seconds, and you can move you can attach those seconds to a player yeah. like maybe like Tyus Jones, move him with two seconds, trade him for another player in a first. So we have so many second round picks, we can attach those to a player and possibly move up into the draft because there's a lot of talent coming up in the next couple of years. It's a 2025 second round pick, a 2026 second round pick. But those picks are not too far down the road. They're not, they're not like 2029 uh, second round picks or anything like that. So, but yeah, I love it, man. And Bagley, man, he's gonna he's gonna provide some some explosiveness to this team. I'm, I'm excited for that above the rim, yeah. uh, lob threat. Um, basketball index. He's one of the top five centers in stable. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the best. He was one of the best offensive rebounders in the league this year. Uh, top ten in putbacks per basketball index him andre drummond clint capella mitchell robinson mark williams dayron sharp walker kessler joel Embiid. he he was in the top 10 in, in putbacks uh so far this season so i i love this trade oh i love this trade because um i mean number one is the first domino to fall i mean it's the first move that you know you know i mean the deadline's coming up man february 8th so we're definitely getting close to the deadline win-win win-win for the washington wizards because again two second round picks um Isaiah Livers, you know, he comes in, he, you know, he's got that history with Jordan Poole. So maybe, you know, having somebody familiar with him will help ease the transition to D.C. I think that's a win-win as far as Jordan Poole and him acclimating to D.C. And looking at Marvin Bagley Jr., yeah, I mean, can you call him a bus? He, he's definitely on the fence for a little bit, you know, Sacramento, Detroit. But I think I've always been a big fan of him. No, you are, um, He definitely can come in. He can definitely help us with the re- uh, rebounding issues. Definitely help Gaff as far as taking a lot of pressure off of his shoulders, being a guy – in the paint, man. Uh, so I think it's a win-win. I mean, like I said, technically they consider it a bad contract because they, they threw those two second rounders with his contract to get it off the books. But again, he, you know, <laughs> next year is last year. So it's not too bad, especially in the rebuild. He's definitely a guy who can come in. Um, we have the ability to flip him again if need be. This is a really good trade. It really is because um, you can see that it's going to be a completely different team after the deadline. You know, obviously, if you can get two second round picks for two guys who we both thought were going to be buyout candidates, I mean, Gallo can barely move, man. I mean, thank you for your service. You know, appreciate you. You know, you're here for a little bit, you know, here long enough for a cup of coffee, but, you know, he can barely move, man. And Muscala just won it for backup center. So we have got two guys who can play four positions. I mean, obviously, Martin Bagley can play the four in and a five, and Livers can, he's a forward, so he can play the four and maybe the three, but they, they're working on showing up the two biggest issues we have with, which is what defense and rebounding and, or I guess three, you know, three point shooting because defensively and eh, Marvin Bagley and livers aren't really known for being defensive stoppers, but we got a guy who's a shooter. So he definitely another shooter on the outside and the guy who can come in, he's going to rebound at a high level. He can come in, he's athletic, you know? So I think it's a great move for the depth on this team. Um, great trade. And like I said, it's definitely a, the first domino. Now, obviously next you're looking at Shaman. Um, Tyus Jones, maybe Kyle Kuzma, maybe Daniel Gafford, because all their names have been involved with trade talks. You know, as far as Gaff and the Knicks, you know, Kyle Kuzma and five, five, six different teams. Tyus Jones the same. So this is going to be a very busy year for the Washington Wizards because, again, you know, this 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 big three we have in the front office, they're trying to get a lot of these veteran contracts off the books. And they're trying to really reset, which is officially become, you know, officially start the rebuild, which I believe will be at the deadline, giving a lot of looks and a lot of minutes to a lot of these young guys. And uh, we'll see with Jordan Poole. I think that Jordan Poole, and that's a whole other conversation. But looking at these two guys, man, I think it's a really good situation for them, man. Because like I said, with Livers, man, still a rookie scale contract. So we still hold all his rights. So if he comes in and he balls out, man, look, he's still young. 
You know, Marvin Bagley, it feels like he's been in the league for a minute, but he's only 24 years old. So technically, he fits, he fits the timeline. So we let's see if we can revitalize him here in D.C. But I, I'm very excited because, again, this is the first domino. And if you're a D.C. sports fan, man, look at the Wizards and the Commanders, man, a lot of moves are being made, man. So it's, a, it's an exciting time to be a fan of D.C. You know, this is definitely the first move by this front office to get a lot of these veterans out of the country. And, again, th- these two guys, were we thought they were going to be bought out. He got good value out of these two guys, considering they were DMPing and they were pretty much on their way out of the door, whether they buy out or whatnot. So to, to get the return he got, look, we're cooking now. We got a front office news what they're doing. Tommy Shepard is no longer in the 202. We have a front office, man, where they know how to will and deal. They know how to build. They know how to get assets. And again, Will Dawkins going back to OKC. I mean, OKC, man, they, they pick up picks like it's nothing. So you definitely believe that the MO with Will Dawkins, man, and company is acquire as much assets as you can in return, man, and they will, will and deal from there. Because, I mean, if you look at the OKC, man, we both watched the Thunder when it came to D.C., man. Look, that team is ready to compete, and they, they built it how? Through the draft, being crafty with draft picks. So this is definitely a sign for things to come. I definitely think they're going to rebuild this team, and it started with trades like this. So I'm very happy, man, very, very, very happy. Right, yeah, because right now we have uh, eight seconds. Uh, since the 2023 offseason, they've acquired eight seconds, four first swaps, for uh, first swaps. And they acquired one first round pick, so they they've loaded up on some picks and some assets. <laughs> Excuse me, I still think there's more to come, and this is exciting to see that they got something for these guys. It's kind of like, man, what are they gonna what are they gonna you know cook up to get for Tyus Jones? What are they gonna yeah. cook up to get Kyle Kuzma? You know, maybe they can finesse the team and get multiple first round picks, like the reports have been saying. I don't think they will, but you know, with these guys, you know, they they're they're cooking something up. You know, so yeah. this is something that definitely. Kind of came out of nowhere for me. I wasn't expecting that on a Sunday morning right. after a blowout <laughs> victory for them to, to cook this up. But I know it's not like a blockbuster trade. It's not like a huge trade yeah. that's going to move the needle or anything like that. But it's a small victory for the Wizards to get something for two veterans that we know we weren't going to bring back next year, Mescala and Gallo, uh, you know, who are free agents that certainly could have got bought out. But, yeah, no, there's some good points about Bagley, man. Um, He's young, man. He's still He's still got some left in the tank. He yeah. still got some left in the tank, so I'm excited to see what he does here uh, in DC. Oh, he's definitely a very intriguing pickup, man, because he's young and he can rebound and he's got a little dog in him, man. I'm just saying, so it's a good move, man. I, I love this move. And like I said, you look at Livers real quick. Still on Ricky's scale, so we still own his rights. You know, he's going to be a restricted free agent, so we can still he can still stay in DC depending on how he plays, man. Because like I said, I think him being included in the trade. They had a little bit to do with trying to make things a little more comfortable for Jordan Poole, man, because as we know, man, his contract is not movable right now. So maybe you make him comfortable, give him all the pieces and all the help he needs, and we'll see. So there are a lot of variables to look at this deal, man, but it is definitely a win-win for the Washington Wizards. So, man, wow. So we're going to go ahead and move on. Uh, the Wizards got a win against the Atlanta Hawks, 127-99. to So we're going to recap that, and then we're going to chop it up at the end and answer a lot of you guys' questions. So, But before we do tonight's episode, it's brought to you by the Juice Case Just Medical. I know we've come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk talk for a minute about preparing for real life? Yeah. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary, y'all. I can imagine a more helpless feeling than one of my kids or my wife or anybody in my family or friends to get sick or one of my kids got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace medical the jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses including utis respiratory infections 
cyanitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. I'm trying to tell y'all. So all you have to do is visit jacesmedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. I'm trying to tell you. All you have to do is go to jacemedical.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your first order. And LOCKEDON has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Auto Sports Today is here for you, 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with a look at experts at LOCKEDON, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to LOCKEDON Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So the Washington Wizards get a much-needed victory on Saturday night in the ATL, 127-99, to holding the Atlanta Hawks, who have been struggling lately, under 100 points. So looking at the team stats real quick, E, I mean, obviously we um, checked every box when it comes to how to win a game. I mean, we kept them to 34% free throw percentage. They shot only 27% from three. Um, they beat us in the turnover battle, which is a good thing when it comes to stats, and we out-rebounded them. So, much-needed victory in the ATL. What kind of won the game for the Wizards? Was it their offensive output or defensively, you know, keeping them under 100? Was was defense what won the game? <laughs> um, defense was a was a big part of it too. Um, they actually out rebounded the Hawks, which is which is really uh, <laughs> something that we don't see at all. Fifty four to fifty, but they they forced turnovers and they turned those turnovers into into points. Man, fast three points. They had thirty one. That was the tail of the tape. Jordan Poole in transition. He got an M one on on uh, on Trey Young, a nice euro step. And uh, Kyle Kuzma had a couple fast breaks. Bilal had a fast break layup yeah. where he finished strong. Denny had a couple nice fast break uh, finishes as well. 60 points in the paint to their 36, so we didn't settle. A big thing was Kyle Kuzma, and I know Denny had a great game. I'm going to get to Denny as well, but Kyle yeah. Kuzma, man, like the last couple games, Kuzma just hasn't really looked focused, Yeah, and he hasn't looked engaged. He looked like, you know, some of the trade rumors are kind of getting to him and just he looks a little checked out just from the outside looking in. And this game, he looked locked in. Like, he looked like he was ready to play. He was focused. He wasn't going to settle for threes. Um, he took it to the basket. He shot five threes where we've seen games where he shot 18 threes. So he only yeah. shot five. He was more focused, going up strong, going to the basket. It looked like he was playing with a purpose and a man on a mission. So I think that was <laughs> certainly huge for Kyle Kuzma. There was a big difference in the way he played. Um, Denny was awesome. So I know the Denny stands are going to love this. And I know the Denny stands, <laughs> some of them had some bad words for Wes Unsell Jr. because they took him out right before the triple-double. Um, it's so funny because when he got when he was, he was he was one assist away from the triple-double, the next play – Hamadou Diallo has an assist to Pat Baldwin Jr., Patrick Baldwin Jr., and that would have been Denny's assist. So I get why a lot of Denny fans are upset, but I did see some things on social media where they were threatening Wes and whatnot, so they got to relax with that. But um, Denny had an awesome game, seriously. Um, 19 points, 14 boards, 9 assists. He was a huge part. Um, Jordan Poole, he was a huge part, too. Like his, He kept going on Trey Young every time. Trey Young, can't, yeah. he's not a defender at all. Uh, and, and Jordan Poole took advantage of that, and I love that. Jordan Poole didn't settle. <laughs> he, he got to the basket. He got some layups as well. The huge thing is that they didn't settle, man. Like, the Wizards, they like to settle for threes. And the, the Wizards, they shot they shot well from the three-point line, but when they were able to pass and move the ball and get to, and get yeah. to the basket, they certainly did that. Like, Kuz had a really nice pass to Denny where he had a dunk uh, and, and where he was he was just cutting to the basket. So, just good team basketball. basketball. <clears throat> Great effort by everybody. Denny with nine assists. Tyus with seven assists. They moved the ball. They were unselfish. 
and they rebounded. Gafford had a good game from from what I saw, 10.6 boards. He was running the floor, didn't get in foul trouble. So um, everything that could go right really, really <coughs> excuse me, really went right for the Wizards. And uh, they they look like a team like when they play like that, like they can win more games. Like they they certainly, I don't think the roster is not great, but they're not as bad. They're not a, they're not seven to thirty one type of bad. Nah. So um, I love the effort, and they play with heart. They play with a lot of physicality last last night. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he, I mean, they do have talent on this team. They do have talent. Um, I agree with you. If you look at the solid three um, of Kuzma, Poole, and Denny, they had pretty, really, really good games. I mean, Kuzma, man on the mission, shooting 50% from field goal percentage, man, three for five from three. I mean, six rebounds, four assists, one block. I mean, Kyle Kuzma did his thing, 29 points. Uh, Jordan Poole, again, really good game, 20 points, eight for 16 for the field, two for six from three, uh, two rebounds, one block, one steal, and two assists. And then looking at Denny, Denny had a really good offensive game, shooting seven for 12, scoring 19 points, but the 14 rebounds, nine assists. I mean, Denny was a man on a mission. This is what you want to see from Denny offensively. We know that he's a, he's definitely a really good defender. Um but the offensive side is what we've been waiting on. And, I mean, he responded. 19 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. So, um, you know, I'm not going to really touch on the whole subject of, um, you know, Weston Sill Jr. and holding back from a triple-double. But, I mean, you can't take away anything from his game. I mean, Denny had a really good game. I mean, Gaff, uh, 10 points, 6 rebounds. Gaff, again, was running the floor. Very, very active. And looking at um, Tyus Jones, very underwhelming game. But um, one key fact I'm looking at, is, or stat, really, is 7 assists. So, he's definitely distributing the ball. And I, you know, he's doing his thing as floor general. So, you know, the starting five looked really, really good. The bench, um, Kulabali, 12 points, uh, shooting three for eight. But again, you know, his, his, his shot's definitely gonna come around. He did contribute six rebounds, three assists, two blocks, or one blocked, sorry, uh, two steals. So, Kulabali definitely continues to show how much, you know, I mean, he can really evolve as a player, man. He's looking really good. Uh, Kispert again, really good game, 11 points, three for five from three. Patrick Baldwin Jr. got 18 minutes. He, I'm just saying, that's what I want to see. I want to see a lot more minutes for Patrick Baldwin Jr. Uh, and in 18 minutes, he shot eight, three for eight from the field, over three from three, but his three point shot will drop and eight points. And then looking at DeLon Wright, we know what DeLon can do. He was very active defensively and he added eight points. So, again, like you said, he very good team, very, very good team victory. And it shows that this team does have talent. Now, I'm you know, there's a whole other episode of what the issues are. I mean, and I think we all. We all know, kind of know what the issues are as far as the players' perspective and the rebound, the defense. But you know, tonight they showed how good they can be when they play team basketball, when there's when there's ball movement, when they push the pace, when they run the floor, when they give the effort. You know, there's a very different team than what we've seen all year long. You know, we've seen them struggle, but when they win, you see a different team when they win. You see a team that you you know it kind of give you a glimpse of how good they could be. You know, if other factors were different. So, very very good team victory. Very impressed with the team. Now, obviously, um, looking at the um, individually as players and, and the team as a whole, consistency is the biggest thing. You know, we want to see a lot more showings like this where the effort is high. You know, they're definitely very active. You know, so that's where I'm at, man. I want to see a lot more consistency. Now, I don't know how much more consistency we're going to see considering they're 731, but <laughs> we'll see because they do have talent. So um, before we move on, man, like, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with this team because, again, it shows how good it can be when all falls in the right pieces for them. You know what I mean? Um, when they play team basketball, they definitely – their talent shows. So uh, we're going to go ahead and move on. Before we move on to comments, uh, anything else you want to cover as far as the Hawks gaming? 
No, um, I, I love the way that Denny played. He played really well on ball. Jordan Poole, he was running. He he got the ball on ball, too. The pick and roll was working well. So, no, I, I, that was a great game. Great win from start to finish. They didn't give up a 15-plus point lead, um, and they finished the game from start to finish. Absolutely. So, we're going to go ahead and move on to comments. Let's go ahead and celebrate, man, because we got a big – First domino trade, and we get that dub in the ATL. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but it's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. But right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 money bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way, in my opinion, to find pop, popular parlays and more. So all you guys got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. So let's go ahead and get into it. Like I said, we are celebrating uh, first domino trade and a big dub in the ATL. So let's get into it, man. And E, if you see any, go ahead and go ahead and uh, click on it. Let's see. Yes, sir. Let's <clears throat> go start the party right on. DL said, uh, great move. We needed athletic bigs. I agree. You know, um, front court depth was a big issue. We, you know, big issue that we all complained about all year long because it was just, it, it scared you, you know. But with this trade, man, again, Livers, you know, he's more of a four, a six, seven, but he definitely provides front court depth at the four. And Bagley can play the four and the five. So they, they definitely give us a lot more capabilities as far as mixing and matching lineups. But Bagley, Definitely keep it out for him because I think he could he plays hard. I mean, obviously, you know, he's had his trials and tribulations, you know, from his time with Sacramento in Detroit. But I definitely think that he could come in here, clean slate, play hard, and we'll see what we have in Bagley, man, because I, I do still like Bagley's player. I liked him coming out of Duke. You know, I, I liked him in Sacramento. I mean, he's had his struggles. I mean, maybe he didn't pan out like they thought he would, but I still think that he can provide a boost in rebounding, definitely be a you know threat offensively and defensively in the interior so good trade yeah <clears throat> i like bagley here's another athletic big uh he's about what, six nine six ten he can play with the rim uh he he also takes a lot of charges um that's one thing he's gonna bring to the to the team as well he takes charges so he's willing to put his body on the line too so um i like that a lot about bagley absolutely absolutely uh this comment is from whiz kid forever we're going to have all the second-round picks. Yeah, I know, right? A good can't-lose trade for the Wizards, man. Yeah, it feels like we're going to own almost every second-round pick for the next 10 years, man. But look, this shows his mentality coming from Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, they're very, very crafty with their picks. Because if you notice, man, you know, understand Presley, man. Oklahoma City acquired a lot of assets, man. And so that's how you will and deal in the rebuild. You know, I see all the right decisions being made by Will Dawkins and company. Um I love what I see. E. So yeah, two second round picks, but like you said, E, they can definitely package them and try to move up in drafts. Like, cause look, you know, I know people are kind of low in this draft, but next year we got Cooper Flag. So I mean, we get that fourth, fifth round fourth pick, and we need to move up. We're gonna have the ammo to do so. So we can definitely we have a lot more capabilities in the draft now that because we have a lot of these assets. So Let's see. 110%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the second round picks, you can always package package them up and, and move up in the draft. And also, there's some good players that you can get. Like Obi Toppin was traded for a couple second round picks. Yeah. He's playing well for the Pacers. Um, Kenya Martin Jr., he's not getting a lot of playing time, but that's just a young prospect that you can move second round picks for and pick up. So you never want to sleep on second round picks. We have so many, but you can move those up. And 
you can hit on the second in, in the second round. There's a couple of good players that have been drafted in the second round in the past. Of course, you know Gilbert Arenas. I know it's taking it back, but still, I mean, you, there's <laughs> always a hidden gem that you can find in the second round um, that plays well. There's so many players you can name that that have been that have turned into good players, rotational players in the second round for sure. Um, yeah, another thing about Bagley, uh, I see some people um, asking, you know, what we think, and then Livers. Livers hasn't really played well for the pay, for the Pistons this season. Um, he's he's averaging just nine points per thirty six, posting a true shooting of forty six percent on low usage. But um, he's a guy that can shoot the three. Played with Jordan Poole in college. I do want to see where he's going to fit in the rotation. I want to see how Bagley fits in the rotation. We can talk about this next episode too. Like, yeah, they can have some different athletic lineups. They can play small ball where he's at the five, Kuzma's at the four. Yeah, uh, maybe you put Bilal at the three, just having an athletic lineup. Jordan Poole at the two, and and, and uh, Tyus at the one. Um, or you can have, uh, or yeah, Denny. I'm sorry, Denny. Denny, of course, would be in the lineup too. So it'd be like Bagley, Kuz, Denny at the three, Bilal the two, Tyus at the one, or Jordan Poole at the one. So there's a lot of different things you can do with Bagley. You can play all these guys together, um, or you, you just there's just so many different lineups. I feel like you can do where guys can kind of, you know, move around. They're more athletic rather than yeah. having Mascala in there, Gallo in there. Uh, you just don't have a backup big. You, you can put Gafford in there at the five, um, Bagley at the four, uh, Denny at the three, Blau the two, or just, you know, even Kuzma at the three, Denny at the two, just, you know, so many different lineups you could put in there. So I'm, I'm interested to see what Wes does. It's going to be tougher. And then just thinking about livers too, like, I was thinking about the playing time. Some people are saying, you know, Livers may get more playing time than Johnny Davis already. Like, you know, <laughs> is, is Livers going to come in and get more playing time than Johnny or where is he in the rotation? I do think it would be kind of kind of um, interesting to see if they do give Livers yeah. more playing time than Johnny where Johnny hasn't been playing at all. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see just how that works out. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they have the ability to kind of mixing and match with lineups, you know what I mean? You have a lot more capability as far as game planning, which is what you want to see a lot more from West, man. So, yeah, I agree on all points, man. Um, now, looking at the lineup, I think that when you see Tyus get moved, maybe Kyle Kuzma, but when you – I think eventually you're going to see Bilal the two-guard after the deadline. That's going to be my bet. Um, so I think that maybe seeing a lineup, maybe they go nine or maybe a 10-man rotation because we'll see because Bagley's the back of big or depending on what they do, but – um, Livers and, and Corey Kispert on the bench would not be a bad look after the deadline. It's definitely a good shooting lineup. Um, Johnny Davis, I mean, if you look at the positions, man, Johnny Davis could come in and play two guard behind Bilal after the deadline. I mean, I know, I know I'm throwing a lot of ideas out there, but I think that there's a you have a, a really good chance to give a lot of young guys good playing time. And this is when you see in the second half, man. So um, let's see. Siva said, first of all, what's a fun, what a fun game to watch. Denny did great in offense, but not less important. Uh, great D on Trey, not just him. The difference was looking sharp. I mean, look, this was a good team victory. And like, you know, we both said he, that when they play team basketball, they look good. They play as a team. And very often than not, they win. You know, when they play team basketball, not focusing on ISO and being so heavily on holding on to the ball, when they when they practice good ball moving, man, you see the talent on the squad. So, you know, when and like I said, I'm not very surprised, to be honest with you, because I think the ceiling, I'm not going to say super high, but, I mean, you definitely see a team that – has talent and you can definitely win some games, especially against your lower tier teams because there's talent on this squad. It's just playing as a team. So, yeah, 110%. Um, as far as <laughs> the comment from Siva saying, for, what a fun game to watch. Denny, yeah, Denny was awesome, man. He was. Yeah. He was taking it to the basket, uh, finishing strong. 
uh, passing the ball, rebounding the ball. He he did it all last night, and that's that's just the Denny that if he hits his full potential that I, that we can see on a consistent basis, uh, for sure. And the defense on Trey Young, Trey they made Trey Young settle for a lot of threes. Um, Trey Young was off. I think we broke the Hawks. I think the Hawks they, they've been ready to trade guys anyway, but I think we definitely ended their season right there. I think they're going to make a couple trades coming up. Like Dejounte Murray is going to be gone. Capella is going to be gone. I think after that loss, that was a devastating loss for them. That was, you know, in their house to beat them by 20 like that and just really yeah, skunk man. them. Um, that was that was that was awesome for us to do because the Hawks have beaten us a couple times in a row. Um, but yeah, I mean, Denny's defense on Trey Young, his defense on a lot of guys, Sadiq Bay, some other guys as, as well. So uh he he did a great job all around. I really wanted him to get the triple double. Um, I understand West taking him out because it's a blowout, but if it were me, I, I probably would have left him in there. You know, but I'm I'm not really I'm not I'm not you know I'm not tripping over it honestly. Nah, I mean I wouldn't trip, man. I mean he's definitely gonna get that triple dub, man. So mm-hmm. I mean he'd be all right, man. Um, seven five seven final said defensively both are really bad, but can't be worse than Mike and Gallo. I mean, look, and there's obviously they're not defensive stoppers per se, but I think that Bagley is definitely gonna bring presence into the, the interior. You know, Mike Muscala wasn't that presence, man. We needed for a backup big man. He just wouldn't. You know, the dog went there. You know, Bagley's going to go in there. He's going to work. Rebound is what we desperately need, and he's going to provide that. You know, he's definitely going to be – I think he's going to do well. His second is uh, the um, the big for the second unit, man. And like you said, he, they have the ability to mix and match the lineup. So you could see Bagley at the four in certain lineups and, and Gaff at the five. You know, they can switch in here and there and switch out. You know, it, it adds more capability to game playing for West Sunset Jr. So, um I'm very excited, man. I'm very excited to see this young squad in the second half. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, Namer Neymar Miofaf says Jokic was a second-round pick. Yeah, there's there's so many good second-round yeah. picks. I mean, um, Gilbert, Draymond Green, there's, there's so many. I, I can just – I can pull up uh, second-round pick, <laughs> second picks that have, have worked out in the, in the NBA for sure. So I, I can Google that. But – um. Yeah, I mean, as far as because some people are some people are talking about how you know how bad his defense is. Uh, Bagley, yes, I've heard that his de- defense is not great either. But honestly, it, it can't get any any worse than what we have here. And uh, maybe he can turn a corner here and improve that way. And um, you know, the biggest thing is is rebounding. It, that's something that we yeah. just had, we did. It was non-existent. And if we can have somebody that can help out Gap with some type of athleticism and rebound. It, it, excuse me. It's win. It's a win-win for the Wizards. And like I said, the trade wasn't to make us a playoff contender. The trade yeah. was to pick up assets and to move on from guys that we know that are not coming back. And to take a flyer on a young guy like Bagley that has talent, former second-round pick. I mean, former second pick of the draft. Unfortunately, he was picked right before Luca. He was picked right before Trey Young. He was the second pick of the draft. It was Aiton, then Bagley, then Luca. Um, then looking at that draft, I had to pull it up. It was Lou. It was, um, it, it doesn't really matter now, but it, it you know, he'll always be remembered. Jaron Jackson was a fourth, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, he, Jaron Jackson's the defensive player of the year. So three guys in a row picked right after him had, you know, some really, really good careers. And then after Shea Gilgis Alexander was pick 11, Miles Bridges pick 12. So there was a lot of guys picked after that, after him that have, have had some really, really good careers, um, so far. But I think he's a guy. Kind of like how Jabari Parker was the second pick of the draft, you know his yeah, career yeah. out, but he was still super, super talented. Another Duke player, and Jabari Parker was traded to the Wizards too. And I thought Jabari Parker 
Jabari Parker had a couple had a had a good yeah. season for the Wizards too, where he's just really talented. And we'll see if they can get the best out of Bagley. I'm expecting him to come in, play hard, be athletic, score, get to the rim, rebound. That's all I want him to do. And um, just help us look competitive, you know, because all the, you know, the games we've been blowing out by 30 points, that's just ridiculous. I, I get it. Yeah. You're trying to get the best pick in the draft, but at least be competitive. At least look like you're, you're, you're locked in, like you're playing that you haven't checked out. I think he's a guy that's going to come in and, and, and play and play hard. That's all I've been asking from this team. Yeah. Same here, man. I, I agree on all points. See, so I guess we'll do one more comment real quick. Uh, DMV fly said that Bagley might be a little better than Gafford. Not a big difference. Uh, I mean, Gafford to me is more a a like a threat as far as swatting shots, and I mean he has more of a presence defensively in the paint. You know, Bagley just <laughs> I mean you see glimpses, but but I think that with Gafford and Bagley, man, you have a lot of athleticism at this center position and a lot more depth. Like you said, I mean Livers can play the four, so I, I feel better with the five than I did with Muscala, and it's done against Muscala. You know, look, man, if you if you played in NBA, then you're a lot better than I could ever be. So it's nothing on Muscala. It's just Muscala just didn't fit what we need, which is rebounding and a lot more presence at center position. And I think Bagley, he provides that. Rebounding is going to get better, especially with the second unit, man, which is where we struggle. And, you know, Mike Muscala, you know, he's more of a spread, you know, spread four, spread five, man, where, where Bagley, he's going to put a lot more emphasis in the interior, which is desperately where we need it, man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he, he's is he better than Gafford? He, he's he's more skilled than Gafford because Gafford's mm -hmm. a specialist. Yeah. So they're they're two different players. Like Gafford is a, run, a rim running big. He's a guy that's going to catch lobs. You know, he's not going to he's not going to create a shot for himself. He's not going to make he's not going to make a post move. He's not going to shoot a three, or really even a ten foot jumper. He's you know he's a rim running lob threat kind of big. So, um, is he better than Gafford? I don't think that's really you know the 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 point of the trade honestly. But yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> and like I said, he's not a needle mover. That's not the point of it either. The point of the trade was to get more picks and somebody else who can actually help rebound the ball. But um, I, I think he, he's he's more he, uh, he's more of a skilled scorer. Of course, he's a guy that can put yeah. the ball in the basket, has some post moves, can put the ball yeah. on the floor a little bit. Um, as far as Gafford, Gafford, I, I don't really compare Gafford to anybody unless it's like another big man. Yeah, that's the only time I really and and and, and Bagley. He's really not he he they call him a center right now for he's really a power he's a power forward and center. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that he's a lefty too. So that's going to be um different there just seeing him as a lefty but yeah, I, I think he's he's an upgrade over what we had as far as you know Gallo trying to rebound and play center and um Mescala yeah. going out there trying <laughs> to play center. I think the, he's an upgrade for sure. Actually, yeah, 99% of the time this season he played center. One percent of the time he played power forward, so yeah, he he has he played a lot of center for the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons they they had James Wiseman, but he got more playing time than Wiseman, and then Duran has been injured. Uh, he's been in and out of the lineup, so Bagley had to play a lot of center this year. So he 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 is going to be playing a lot of center for the Wizards as well. But to get back to the second round picks, like I said, you know, so people don't sleep on second round. Chris Middleton, Gilbert Arenas, Paul Millsap, um, who else? Mark Gasol, Michael Ray, you remember him? Mike, you said Michael Red. Yeah, you remember him? I do remember Michael Red. Dennis Robin was a second round pick. Manager Nobly, Nikola Jokic, of course, was a second round pick. So yeah, I mean, you, you can definitely go on, on and on and on um, about the second round picks that have panned <laughs> out in the NBA. So you, just, because, you never know. That's because as a Wizards fan, I mean, we, we barely see our second round picks. <laughs> right. I mean, the last couple men are somewhere 
I don't know where you know Yannick Sosa somewhere. Oh my goodness, yeah, Sosa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. we have PTSD from you know not ever seeing our second round picks, yeah, but now you know, this, man. Oh man, the list goes on. Me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and call it there, man. So uh, very excited, guys. Um, big trade, first of many. Definitely gonna see a different team after the deadline, and the Wizards get a much needed win. And Atlanta, I mean, you lose to the Wizards, man, it's definitely going to shake some things up for you. And Atlanta Hawks, man, they are hurting right now. So um, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely appreciate everybody. So um, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you, 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts at Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Those Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, again, appreciate you guys, man. Um so hail to the wizards and peace see everybody next time